You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. So, I'm going to go on record and say that the first season of Mandalorian is pretty stupid, but the second season started off rocky, but it ended on a high note. We're talking about Mandalorian Season 2 reaction episode. Eric, how the hell are you? I am still enjoying everything that I've learned from Mandalorian Season 2, or as I've been known to call it, the Baby Yoda show now. Is it going to be, though? We'll, we'll see, because we, we have two spinoffs that they've already announced now. So. Well, they've announced more than that, from what I hear at uh, whatever the, the Disney convention is that uh-huh. they have. They did a virtual one this year, and they announced a lot more than just the two. There's, there's going to be, a, I, I think, uh, well, let me pull it up. I think there's eight confirmed, actually, that I, I, I thought it was five before. I believe it's eight now, with there being a lot of uh, animated series. Overkill? Question mark. There would be some overkill, yes. But okay. Variety also had a big article that I read today about how they're trying to do what Marvel did and uh, take it from its model and just really expand this universe. I think okay. it's it's actually a good thing. It's been a long time coming. Sure, I guess I'm not on the. I, uh, you know what? You and I uh, recorded a special episode that's coming out in the future for everybody about my feelings on that. But yeah, uh, I. We'll, we'll, we'll save it for that episode. Tonight we're talking about Mandalorian Season 2, a show that has become a chore for me. I am on record from the last time we did this last year that I'm not a fan of the first season of Mandalorian. I, I, was, I was not into it. There were some cool things about it. But, like, you know, what, what's, 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 what's really bad is that 12-year-old Jordan is smacking 34-year-old Jordan saying, this is a Star Wars show and it's good. You're an idiot. Like, this is great. And it's like, yeah, but it just, it's it's getting too much. Uh, season two started that way. Eric, if you don't remember our conversation, the issue that I had with season one was every episode, Mandalorian went to a new planet to solve an issue that had nothing to do with him to save the day. And that was the end of the episode. That's how the first season went until the last episode. Well, I believe that's it, everyone's complaint, really, about the series. Right. This one started out that way. So tonight we're talking about season two, right? This one started this way where he goes back to Tatooine and uh, he meets a guy. We're not going to talk about every single episode, people, but just kind of, you know, go with it. Oh, and also, too, before we continue, full of spoilers. If you haven't finished it yet, I don't like saying it, but if you haven't seen all of it yet just pause the show and and come back after you watch it because we don't want to spoil it for you if you're like that but the first episode is that he mandalorian guy i'm sorry what's his name mando uh goes back to tatooine he sees a guy who clearly has the boba fett garb and the mission is to destroy a giant sandworm and there was at least two or three times in the episode eric where I sat up in my lazy boy recliner and put my hands on my head going, oh, this is just going to continue like this every episode. I hated the first episode. Jeez, you are a hard sell, man. You are really a hard sell because because what I saw in that first episode was Boba Fett armor. Okay, fine. We'll, We'll talk about that. I don't want Boba Fett armor. I don't want it. 
Oh, okay. Well, what do you want? Not Boba Fett. I mean, look, you have coined the phrase for Movie Guys podcast online on conversation and episodes and off air when we have our private conversations where you've always have said no body, no death. And that 9.8 out of 10 times is true. But it's like Boba Fett's story ended. So to have his armor was like, God, Boba Fett's going to come in in the season some way, somehow, isn't he? They're going to shoehorn him in here. I was not excited if they were going to shoehorn him in here. I felt like they literally just were like, let's put Boba Fett in because he's a Mandalorian or he's not. I just, yeah. I think what they're doing, Jordan, is trying to build a lot more towards the Mandalorian race in this universe. We didn't get to see much of them. We know them as maybe some clones from Jango Fett, but for the most part, their story really lives more in the literature. But do we need it for a show, or should that just stay in literature? Because, well, mind you... This is where the test is. I understand that you are on the fence about having this franchise expanded into more and more spinoffs, but I think... That puts you in the prime target because they have a sink or swim mentality here. This has got to be a hit. The next one has got to be a hit. So them exploring this this Mandalorian story, I think is, well, it's, it's a risk play. I don't know if, if I'm going to be interested either, but we've introduced, not only the, uh, the return, we've already said spoilers, by the way, so I'm going to go ahead and say it. Right. The, the return of uh, Boba Fett and another, I guess, Area or region of, of Mandalorian, another another uh, clan guild that's on there too. Uh, in uh, the the blue ones, you know, what I'm talking about uh, right. I can, right. I the, uh, the water planet, as I called it, I called the water planet they were on with, with the ships. Yeah, that's that's fair to say that. But you get to this, and them mentioning the civil war all the time, you know, and the more and more you meet someone like that, the more and more you hear about the story and about the planet Mandalorian and about who uh, the, the, how the dark saber works uh, and how they have like this kind of the King of the Hill mentality type of thing. Now we're, we're getting bigger into this. And okay. Now you have okay. more shows going around it too. We're going to get more and more about this. Although at, at the same part, it does, this plays like a Western, this plays like you know, a uh, Deadwood or an Appaloosa, you know this, this, like plays, like a space western. Well, yeah, I mean, even the score, even right? the they, has, well, they have spurs that. when they walk into the bar now, because mm. you can hear the armor just, you know, ka-chunk, just, just the weight of it, just. You know, you know, Eric. To be honest with you, and again, I am a definitely a hard sell. I guess I am just a romantic for the director's vision as they intended it. Not when they go back and redo it, a la, you know, the Star Wars special editions that came out in 97. I'm not a fan of those. But, I I mean, like, Boba Fett was nothing of a character in Empire Strikes Back. He was just a bounty hunter. There was nothing about clones or nothing like that. And he wasn't even in Return of the Jedi, only in the beginning with, with Jabba the Hutt, and then he got swallowed up by the Sarlacc, pit so it's just he was a nothing of a character but then that hadn't but then lucas you know approved or whatever disapproved of different 
novels and comics and stories and stories and fan fiction and this. It's 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 just it's all made up. It's junk food to me. And like when people are like, oh my god, we get to see the Civil War of Mandalore. I don't personally care. Because uh, until you see the action scene and it and it starts to be badass, or and now you know that one of them is decked out in Beskar armor, and then there could be, and now also possibly wielding a dark saber, doing some crazy awesome shit. Is the dark saber even cool, though? Really? Are you saying that it isn't? I mean, is it cool? I'm just asking because it has the handle of a standard lightsaber, but then when he presses it, it's different than any no, other lightsaber. That hilt is a bit different. Well, he pressed it, it, it comes out, and it looks like a blade. It's black, white. I mean, you would think a dark saber would not have anything to do with Mandalore. You would think that a dark saber would have something to do with the maybe the Emperor himself, maybe a Sith Lord. Why would Mandalore have a dark saber? And, well, well, why not? Yeah. You, I mean, the, you have the ability to make lightsabers, so... Why wouldn't you have the capacity to make other weapons like it? Because I guess, you know, going off the movies, right? Because I am not a fan of the, um, I don't want to, uh, the second source material, I guess. Because I just find it nonsense. Sure. Um, but what was I trying to get at? I guess my point is I am not a fan of the second source material, so the movie itself, Star Wars, the whole franchise is telling me that Jedis have lightsabers and the dark side or Sith have lightsabers, and that's it. Okay. So to have the dark saber, it just is like, eh. Okay, I I feel let's let's talk back about more about Mandalorian because I feel like you for some reason you want to not like this show. No, it's not that at all. Because all right. I actually and how about this? To, and I will show up after this one. After episode two, which I believe episode two was when they're in the snow planet with the spiders. Sure. After that episode, I bought into it. Okay. Because, because again, my argument was, oh my god, every single episode, new planet. Hey, help out this small little village Mandalorian. And it's like, just move the plot along for fuck's sakes, right? But oh, yeah. Well, because those were standalone episodes in this filler. And just, yeah, and at the end of or towards the latter end of season two now we have shows that connect now we have right. episodes where i need to know what happened in the previous episode right in order for this one to make sense you know it, it it's a build now and now we're now we're getting somewhere the characters mm-hmm. are coming back too and we're getting familiar with their interactions with these people so i like that as well we're getting a team essentially i mean yeah there there is pretty much kind of a ragtag crew right here and uh, allegiances have been made, reputation has been kind of right. given towards each other, so it's something. Right. I mean, we all know in season three, one of the team members is going to turn. Uh, that just that's just obvious. Uh, my guess is the uh, badass chick that's now sheriff or whatever. Okay. Uh, I feel she will turn eventually against him because because remember season one started off with that. I don't need anybody. You know, he's in the sewers, the underground of this village, this city. And, uh, you know, he's getting armor and stuff. He don't need anybody. But now clearly, you know, he needs people to help him along his journey. 
but yeah, episode one, I, I didn't care for episode two with the spiders. I was like, oh my God, here we go again. And then it changed and I was definitely hooked. Uh, Baby Yoda was cute as ever. Uh, my wife, I love her Joker grin every time Baby Yoda's on screen. She just loves that little shit so much. Um, Baby Yoda's fun. Uh, and I know that John, what, Favreau hates that we call him Baby Yoda. Well, that's not our problem, bud. You're the one that made a Baby Yoda. Let's make a Grogu, baby. Yeah, Grogu. That's stupid. My wife even said that, too. She's like, his name's Grogu? That's stupid. Yeah, I, I mean, there's not too many people that are going to argue that. Especially uh, me, a Dragon Ball fan, who has mistakenly called him Goku a few times. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know anything about Dragon Ball. So all I know is Dragon Ball Z. I don't know anything else. So no dog in the fight on that one. Um, later in the season, we get uh, Rosario Dawson playing a character that I have seen that I don't know. All I know is that uh, she was Anakin's apprentice in an animated show, The Clone Wars, correct? Yes, yes. Uh, Who is she? Uh, ah- Ahsoka? Is that her, I think is that her name right? Okay. And Which she is, is, she's getting her series, uh, uh, Ahsoka Tano, Tano. She does not need a series. She does not need a series unless that this – I mean like was she like a big fucking like big deal in the Clone Wars? I, I never seen the Clone Wars animated show. I just seen images of her. So is she a, like, like oh my god, like a badass chick that we need to have a series on? Yeah, dude. She's she's a Jedi Knight. You know, um, there's not too many of them left, as you know. They're dwindling numbers, and we've got a pretty good story on a few of them, the Skywalkers. So why not see what the other are, are, are doing too? By the way, the other spinoff shows are Rangers of the New Republic, which I'm sure a lot of these characters will be involved in. Rogue Squadron. I wonder if it's gonna be based on the video game. Uh, Star Star Wars Visions, uh, Lando. So we're going to hear about his story, a droid story uh, featuring R2-D2 and C-3PO. The Alkaloid. These... Oh, Alkaloid. These need to be just ideas. Uh, Bad Batch, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Andor. Uh, yeah, those are eight. Oh, that's nine. Can I predict something that's not Star Wars right now, but just kind of prove my point, buddy? What's that? Loki and WandaVision is going to fucking fail. Doesn't doesn't matter. And so is uh, Hawkeye and Winter Soldier. And yes, it does matter. No, those don't need those don't need to succeed. Those, just, those... Why do they not need to succeed? Because because they just need to those are merely pieces in the bigger story, which are the movies. They want your money at the movies. The other stuff is they, they could really, I think is not really a big deal. If the numbers support it, then they'll be like, man, okay, well they can just maybe write it off or merge it into something else. But their, their money is going to be in the movies that that's flat out what that is. And especially when you have something like Thor, uh, thunder of love or whatever the new one is coming out. Love uh, and thunder. Love and thunder. Thank you. Uh, or uh, Spider-Man Three, you know these these are the ones where they want your bucks. These are the billion-dollar movies. Okay, so then you're going to alienate a percentage of your audience that don't pay attention to these shows and go, "Why am I supposed to about?" That's not the model, to... Jordan. That the, the model is that they're giving they're in this huge world in this big story timeline that if your interest 
will be so absorbed into that timeline that you want to find in more details. Eric, and the little shows like WandaVision oh will God. give you those details. Did you fucking even watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. at all? No, because it was horrible. Exactly, but that somehow tied into Age of Ultron. So, come on. Like, that's kind of my point here. I mean, I, like, you're going to I understand. Us, it's but... it's going to be dog shit, dude. It's going to be junk food. It, it's not going to be good, and they're going to tarnish this shit. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, I, okay. I I completely get I listen I I agree with you Jordan Agents of Shield exactly but the same part Agents of Shield went on for seven seasons didn't go on for seven years uh, no way one hundred and thirty six episodes that's ridiculous and like even Agent Carter that was terrible like I don't I it's just anyway we're talking Mandalorian I just I liked what they did to this but. In my opinion, which we'll get into the ending of this of the season in more detail as the show progresses, but I think what they did was they jumped the shark, and they should have waited for the ending of the season that we got for the series finale, because it's like, oh, it's 15 years before The Force Awakens. All okay. right. You know what I mean? So, like, I'll, I'll get into that in grave detail later. What do you think? What do you think of Moth Gideon? Is he a good, bad, or not? Yeah, I, I think he's a pretty – he's a sinister dude. I, I like him as, as a baddie. I think the characters in this series in season two were pretty good. And, you, again, you get some recurring roles in Amy Steris from the first parts. Uh, um, the uh, – uh, well, I guess uh, – Is he good just because uh, he was Burr's good character. at Baking Bad? That's, that's what it was. Uh, what's mean, that? I'm, I'm sorry Makes to interrupt Mayfield. you, but I'm just, I'm just asking that question. No, I, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I really am. But, I mean, I, I think that's a legitimate question. Do you like Moth Gideon just because it's the actor who played the very famous badass from Breaking Bad? Is he actually good in this? Does this character actually make sense? Or is he just a throwaway guy? So, Be- so you know? we're, we're at a part of the story where there is a vacuum in the Empire. There is a vacuum of power. And there are a lot of people who are trying to write to to fill that vacuum. Right. So there's right, a lot right. of people. And Moff is saying, Well, why not me? I have these resources at my disposal. I bet you I could do it. When apparently I, I we also get the name drop from a pretty big from uh I, I really hope I'm saying Ahsoka. I I, I I'm not being that guy and butchering that name too. I'm sure we'll get it from the fans. Yep. But we get from her the reference to the the big bad that we're probably going to get even more of the uh, uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn. And I think that that is going to be the bigger part. I don't know if that's going to be a part of her storyline or which I would imagine it would be. She's on she's seeking after him. So I think that's going to be the big bad, but that's going to be one that will merge because he's a, he's a big bad in that universe, especially in the gap between the episodes. Oh, he is a big bad from what I've been told. I just, I see. Okay. So going with Mandalorian here, episode one, I was like, here we go again, you know, same as season one, episode two, here we go. Ice planet with fucking spiders. This is fucking stupid. And then I remember being engaged but I don't remember any episode after the spider episode until uh, they go to what I call the tree planet that looked like World War One, 
where he meets uh, Anakin's apprentice. And he has that Japanese samurai fight or whatever, you know. I'm like, okay, it's getting interesting. Because episode after that, we get a bill, we get a big fucking uh, hill battle. Uh, battle on a hill where Baby Yoda has to uh, do the call of the Jedi or whatever they call it. And that was a pretty, pretty uh, bloody, violent episode. Directed by Robert Rodriguez, by the way, who I don't like. But... People do for some reason. So, like, that episode was good. I mean, right? Do you not agree with me? No, I, there are definitely highlights in, in those. That's, and I agree with you completely where the, the first kind of, I, I, maybe even three episodes, I was just kind of like, all right, well, like, I, something's got to happen here soon. This can't just be the antics of these two, you all know, right. kind of kind of doing a buddy-buddy comedy throughout the, you know, the, the wackiness of space and Star Wars. But... We got it. They mixed it up. And they mixed it up. They went to the story. They started to get to more meat. You know, cut a lot of that fat. Well, you know, Eric, speaking of mixing it up, I just had a light beer, and now I'm drinking a stout from Mr. Beer right hey, now. Hey, you're mixing it up, man. You're mixing it up. You know, different beers here from Mr. Beer. I'm having a nice light lager going with a nice dark stout right now. <laughs> that's, that's wonderful, man. If... Uh, how did you how did you make that, Jordan? Well, I'll tell you what. Anybody who likes to drink beer, anybody that likes to actually like make their own beer, right? Take it from a guy who loves making and drinking his own beer. We have something. This episode is brought to you by MrBeer.com. Very easy name. All you got to do is go to MrBeer.com, place your first order, type in AFL. D-J-Y-H. Again, that's A-F-L-D-J-Y-H. And you can get 15% off your first order from Mr. Beer. I actually make this and no bullshit fans. No bullshit at all. This Christmas holiday, Eric is coming over to my house and we're going to brew our first Bach beer from Mr. Beer. So check it out. Remember, promo code AFLDJYH. That's for Movie Guys Podcast. Go to MrBeer.com. Get your shit. But I don't like the fact that Boba Fett comes back at all. Don't like it. Reason why, why, why not? Seamless, by the way, Jordan. Good job. Why don't Thank you me. don't – why don't you like uh, Boba Fett coming back, back at all here too? That, I okay. Think you had somebody, by the way, from the beginning of this season that he was following him. Right after the first episode. Yeah, I, think, I know, Eric. It was, it was stupid, bud. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, like, I'm not trying to get passionate or, like, interrupt you a lot. It's just stupid because, okay, how about this? Ed has shared in multiple episodes of Movie Guys in the past that Star Wars means something to him. Yeah. His reason of why Star Wars means something to him is different than mine. So my version of why Star Wars means so much to me is because Star Wars reminds me of my dad. Star Wars was something that my dad and I always watched, the original trilogy, right? So I watched the original trilogy – so fucking much. I went in 97 to the theaters with my dad to see all the special editions. Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. I remember in 99, waiting in line for two hours to get the fucking tickets to see Phantom Menace. Like, yeah. it was it was huge, right? Yeah. I remember, last thing and I'm done, I can move on. I remember in 2004, 2005, when Revenge of the Sith came out, and nobody wanted to go with me. My dad was working, and I went to an afternoon show, like a 12 o'clock show of Revenge of the Sith. By myself, I was senior in high school and shit, and like when Vader rose at the end, 
people were hug strangers were hugging and crying and just clapping just to see Vader. Nobody cared about the no at that point. No, nobody cared. They're just happy to see him. So Star Wars is just reminds me of this happiness and good old fantasy, space fantasy, right? Yeah. Okay, so that's kind of where I come with Star Wars. And I and I actually uh, put Star Wars for me in the same category as Aliens. That's how important Star Wars is to me, right? Okay. So Boba Fett, I get that people want to expand upon Boba Fett. I get it. Cool. I don't like it, but cool. The motherfucker died in the Sarlacc pit. I don't care what anybody says. I know what you say, Eric. No body, no, no death. No body, no death, Jordan. No body, no death. No body, no death. In the original trilogy, he fell into a fucking hole with teeth on it. In the special edition, he had a sand dick come out, and the sand dick chopped on him. Motherfucker's dead. To bring him back, the same actor from the prequel trilogy, to bring him back, it's, it's just me, it's just shoehorned in. Why? And then and then and then Boba Fett even says, Well, I'm not Mandalorian. My dad fought in the Mandalorian Wars. Which which he, which Django Fett and the prequels never even talked about. So it's like, why? Like well, can't can't we just bury the past and just move on with new characters? Like, why do we have to bring back Boba Fett? It was cool to see him, Eric. Yeah, but, I don't, I don't understand why? what what he's going to be doing. We're just going to be watching him just doing basically more of the Mandalorian of him just going from planet to planet doing different bounties, kind of like a like a like a cowboy bebop type of show with Mandalorian, sure. uh, but uh, uh, with themes of that in Boba Fett. I, I mean, I don't know how long that's going to last. It, it, it's it's going to be bad, dude. I mean, like. Think about this real quick. I mean, like, they even said in the show, the, the episode directed by Robert Rodriguez, right, when they had the big hill top battle, yeah. right? He, Django Fett even says, well, I was left alone in the desert. That's your fucking explanation? You got swallowed by the Sarlacc, and people have been wondering since 1983 how the fuck you escaped. And your answer after so many years is, I was left alone in the desert. Did you fly out with your jetpack? Like, I mean, just just give us that. At the give same the part, is that I just want to say at the same part, uh, Darth Maul was alive at the end of Solo. Darth Maul was alive at the end of Solo. They did not explain it because you have he to was know cut the fucking in yeah, half, no. and he's got robot legs. We know that from the fan service. We know that from fucking cartoons. Uh, again, I mean, so no, 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 no. Let me tell you something that in the same story in the book, The Death and the Life of Superman, the reason why that was, I'm, I'm, I'm coming back here. I know I'm just making a quick reference. That book was so big because in that world, in the comic book superhero world, never before that book, I'm pretty sure that a, a superhero, at least in DC, die and then come back. Never did a superhero defeat death right. until that book, which he did. And then he did it again in the movie, too. So when that happened, now you had an out that as long it was as something was written in with an excuse, didn't have to be good. This is why we get a lot of those, those sequel scary movies, you know. Oh, I'm Billy's mother or some shit like that. You know, just mm -hmm. some, some weird shit. Uh that it just it doesn't need to make sense. It just needs to get them there. 
But it, in my argument, this is fucking Star Wars. It needs to make sense. And to have you're Boba giving Fett it more. And, you're trying to to. I'm you're trying to you want more of it. Hey, look. All I'm saying is that if if I was a part of the writers' room, right, I'd be like, okay, well, let's actually have like half the episode, like like start the half of the hilltop battle episode of going back to return and how Django, I'm sorry, how Boba Fett escapes. Like, show us, tell us, teach us, let us know. Let, like how he escapes instead of just saying I was left alone in the desert. That was so stupid. Well, you know what? I think I know a show where if you tune in, you could find the answer to that question, Jordan. Mm. And that's the problem. But anyway, but that but that episode was directed by Robert Rodriguez, and I thought that was a very not not bloody. There was no blood in this, but a very uh, very good battle scene. Baby Yoda's on top of the hill. He is using the Force to connect to a Jedi to tell him that, hey, you know, Baby Yoda's here kind of thing. And while, you know, they're defending Baby Yoda over a waves of stormtroopers, loved it. I thought it was very, very cool. And then we got the introduction of the Dark Troopers, which are stormtroopers slash droids from Phantom Menace combined. The robots, there's no people in them, uh, but these are the new bads. And they kidnap Baby Yoda, and then we get an episode, what I actually think is the best episode in the whole season, better than the last episode, the episode when we get Bill, uh, what, uh, Bill Burr, Bill Barr, what? Mix Mayfield, yes, Bill Burr, Bill Burr, excuse me. Bill Burr, the guy who voices that person family and everything, I, I actually like him, he's very, I actually enjoy his comedy. Uh, but uh, when they have to hijack this pseudo oil rig, to go to this oil facility. Uh, really enjoyed that episode a lot. I thought it was intense. Uh, it got me into the history of knowing of how it's like to serve in war. Because that's why he went off and shot one of the officers. He was like, hey, you know, I fought in that fucking battle. You know, fuck you, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought that was great. One of my issues, too, is that Mando, again, takes off his helmet. And the whole point is Mandalorians are not supposed to take off their helmets. And he takes it off three times in the season. Like, well, well what, what's, I know the two. What's the third? Well, the first one is where he uh, took – okay, no, I'm sorry, just two then, right? Because the first time he took it off in season one, and then he took it off during the oil rig stuff. Are you talking about for like, for, for like when he took a drink? He kind of – Captain. No, not that. Not that. No, remember, remember at the end of uh, the first. Remember the end of the last episode of season one. He takes off his mask when Moth Gideon is shooting the place up at the bar. He takes off his helmet, and we see his face, and then we see it again in season two where he has to take off his mask. No, okay, now, okay, now that's not explained either, because Bill Barr says Bill Burr says that. Only uh, an imperial uh, soldier, officer, whatever, uh, face can scan the computer to know. So that means – and then when Mando takes off his helmet, uh, it scans it and it recognizes him, so we're good. So are we going to expand upon season three that Mando was a part of the Empire? Buddy, you got to tune in next season to find out the answer to that question. Right, though? Am I just blowing this out of my ass or is this right? 
No, anyway. I, I could have sworn that's what he said too. That the database needs a, a face recognition and it needs to recognize it. So right. you would you would assume that if it's a database that it, it's not just going to be like, oh I just need any old face. It needs right authorized match. Right. So I mean, like that episode was my favorite, uh, minus the last episode. Eric, do you share my the, the same opinion on that? I mean, like, did you like that oil rig episode? I thought it was very good. Oh yeah, sure. I, I liked the delivery episode. I, I, for the most part, I liked the majority of this season. I liked it a lot better than the first season. I can tell you that. Uh, I know a lot of people have an issue with Rosario Dawson, but I liked that episode with her. What's in the it. issue? What's the issue? I don't. I don't know. I think people just. Um, I don't know that why. She was, she was good. I mean, she, she was <laughs> fine. What's what's. What's, what's wrong with Rosario Dawson? I I think it's because she herself plays a lot of in, in the nerddom of of where of um, pop culture. She has been playing a lot of these favorite characters, whether it be in Marvel as uh, what's her name, the the doctor nurse. Okay. Or now it's in Star Wars uh, or Sin City. She plays a lot of these. These good roles. I personally like her, but it just seems that uh, she's not too popular, and she's kind of hit or miss. Really? Okay. I mean, I I, I find her fine. I no from problem from what it. I say, I find her. I'm agree with you. I I'm agreeing with you, but it looks like here Here's we are. Your here we are. I'm pulling up. I'm pulling up reviews. No, uh, no, no. She's she is she is this generation's Juliet Lewis. Juliet Lewis. You know, got her start in Christmas Vacation. Then she did National Born Killers. Then she was in other Tarantino flicks. And then she went on to do genre stuff. Uh, I always saw her a lot in the 90s. That's what kind of Rosario Dawson is to me. Like, she plays these genre roles, which is fine, though. I didn't even know this was Rosario Dawson. My wife, who is not a film, like, enthusiast, I guess you would say. I mean, my wife knows film because she married, you know, me. But, you know, I mean, like, she was like, oh, that's Rosario Dawson. I was like, no, it's not. I mean, she got it. She so, has a unique look about her. Here it is. Right. Uh, a lot of people are, are uh, I guess, upset with her about this is because this is a person who, even though uh, you have to respect the hardworking, I say, by the way, too. But it seemed that uh, oversaturized actor plays uh, too many characters and then eating up kind of the the character itself because you have a recognizable face. Okay. That's called being sensitive and over analyzing and over. And well, being I think a, what people want is critic. that when they look at this character who they want to be, you know, uh, Ahsoka, I can't, I know I'm saying that name wrong. Uh, instead of seeing this character, they're seeing Rosario Dawson. And instead of it being like Claire Temple in the Marvel universe, instead of them seeing this nurse, they're seeing Rosario Dawson. They're not seeing the character. What? They're seeing but the But that's actor. their fault. That's their fault. That's not the filmmakers or the writers or anybody's fault. That's their fault because they can't take themselves out of the reality that that's Rosario Dawson. Sure, sure. They're just saying that as uh, – They're just they're just bitching a bitch. Well, they, they compared it, it because this is a, a actress who has done so many different things. She's hardworking, but when you are so exposed, that's what you do to the, to the character. And that's – again, do I agree with it? No, I'm with you, Jordan. No. That's I ridiculous. think she's she's a lovely actress and, and yeah. she'll do no. a fine job with it. But 
that's that's ridiculous. I mean, but whatever. Okay, so let's okay, so let's get to the part of the uh, show here where everybody wants to hear our reactions of the last episode. Last episode, a lot of stuff didn't happen. It was just Mando gets his team together to go on Moth Gideon's ship to bring back Baby Yoda. Uh, battles ensue. My wife actually, out of nowhere. Um, Notice something that I didn't even pay attention to. So either that's a good thing for me or a bad thing for me. Uh, but they, uh, but the ship was an imperial ship that they were uh, heading towards, and they were pretending they were being attacked by Boba Fett. And when the ship uh, crash land inside the cargo hall, uh, all four people that came out were women. And my wife was like, "Oh my God, they're women, just badasses." I was like, really? I didn't even pay attention. So I looked and I was like, oh, they're women. And she was like, yeah, that's cool. I was like, that that means something to you? Like not saying that as like smart ass, but like I didn't even pay attention. She's like, no, no, yeah, that, that's really cool. That actually means something. Do you agree with Gina? That Absolutely. Having, why? I When I watched it, I caught the same thing. When they had as, did their our first team assemble right there, I made a point. That of the six people that were there, I think it was like six, right, or seven, or something like that. That the they were a majority women, and uh, that they weren't talking about anything, you know, like boys or, or each other's looks or anything. They were talking about kicking some ass. They were talking about get this gun going. We're gonna go in. We're gonna shoot some people up, and we're gonna take what's ours. You know, doing some badass shit. And yeah, I think that's a big deal because. You don't often get to see that. Someone's going to see that. Some little girl's going to see that and know then it's going to be okay to be a to be a badass to you know to not care what the judgment is. And it's I think it's a good exposure. You know, huh. we, we it's easy for us to say Jordan because we grow up with all the action movies being well the one type of person like us. You know, we we don't get to see it the other way around you know even in cartoons it's it's the same way you would presume a lot of the main characters to be a kind of a white male i mean i mean i guess i mean i, I actually even if it's an animal it's, it's the main character you would still assume it to be probably because it's voiced by a white male or because their cadence or you know whatever the hell it is probably sits more to that i i, I guess i mean i guess i just would just go off of what i call I actually made this up with my wife when she made this comment. I was like, I, I guess I'm just like numb because of the Sigourney Weaver effect. And she goes, what do you mean? I was like, uh, aliens. I, I mean, I, Oh yeah, sure. You know what? what well, I'm, I'm not what, saying that what it, I'm, what I'm, what I'm trying to say that this, this, this sounds really stupid. What I'm trying to say is that, you know, those people that are like, Oh, I don't see color. Are you right? trying to like see, are you trying to see that you're trying to say that you're woke to it and that you've been woke? I'm not saying I'm woke. I'm just saying that – see, that's the thing that, that people find frustrating about me, I guess. And I, it's, it's, it's frustrating to me that it's frustrating <laughs> to other people because I don't care if the characters are male or female. I just care if it's characters that I care about that tell a good story. So when my wife pointed out that there were four badass chicks coming out and just mauling over stormtroopers, I didn't have a reaction, not because of male chauvinism. It's because of well, because these are the characters, and that's the characters that I'm gonna follow. Sure, you know, like I, 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 I didn't see that. Just like Sigourney Weaver, like you know, okay, well, she was a survivor of Alien, 
so she's coming into aliens and she knows what she's doing she's experienced it before so i'm going to follow her character arc because she's something that i cared about previously sure that's just where my mind goes it has nothing to do with with gender it's just what's good for the story and oh, i sure really feel that that's a big issue nowadays is because like we have to put females in here to show that they're badasses well they've been doing that since the 80s and the 70s with Sigourney Weaver as an example so why is it such a big deal now I just didn't get it you know what I mean I mean, I mean yeah. because those you get the solo heroes and I understand I I see what you're saying I'll I'll, I'll bite that right now and, and say that even though it's kind of I feel it's kind of silly a little bit that you're saying it but right sure sure but I'll, I'll go along with it, it because far and few do we get a single badass female. Well, I not saying that there there aren't, but it's usually more often we're going to see a damsel in type of thing in these movies, right? So having one is pretty cool to see. That being said, now we get a group. Now we don't just get one; we get four of them grouping together doing some badass shit. We get the same thing in Marvel, by the way, too, when. The Avengers right. assembled, and you had a scene where you had all of the the females in that kicking ass as well too. We're we're seeing more and more of this, and What's because great. it's not just one, you're seeing both. You're seeing all of them together. You know what I mean? It, right. it, it's no, it's, right. it's a unity thing. No, you're you're right. I'm not I'm not denying that. Oh, it's nice to see all of them together. I guess that's why when we reviewed this movie a long time ago, Ghostbusters the uh, the all female one, people were just all pissed about it, and I was like, I don't really care, it, I, it, as long as it told a good story. And in my opinion, that's a pretty good fucking Ghostbusters movie. I was on the review of that back then. I still say it now. So I, you know, that's just me. Call it woke, call it whatever <laughs> the hell anybody wants to say. I just want to have good characters that I care about. I don't care about race or or gender. I just want to have characters that I care about. I, so, I get you. you know I, I mean? understand you very much when, when you say that. I don't mean to cut you off completely, but it's it's one of those where uh, right. yes, and it's one of those where on on the extra level, you get a badass sure. character, and you get the the influence, you know, the the imagery, right. the impact from it, you know, right. Which is good for me for my daughter. I mean, she's four years old, so you know, when she grows up and I show her Star Wars in the future, and she she's Ray. And the sequel trilogy and the stuff, I'm, I'm sure that'd be great. Maybe it'll be a different world for her. But anywho, so then uh, the big reveal at at the end, and I've watched YouTube reaction episodes that I don't feel is totally justified. But we get the big reveal that they have Moth Gideon cornered, they have it handcuffed, and all of a sudden. All these dark troopers show up. They're dead meat. Dark tra- dark troopers are going to come into the main hall kill them all and all of a sudden an x-wing they say what is that an x-wing flies by as soon as the x-wing flew by i looked at my wife and said that's fucking luke because it's five of years you would, because you are because you you fucking just ruined it jordan no how did i ruin it no i i get it it's it's probably a good guess is what it is well no it's just it's i had thought about it too Wars you're War. you're right I, it's like it's like just dude, dude, just a fucking random X-wing flies by. It's like okay, that that has to be Luke. We we yeah, that's a good guess. But we also did get to see a few more X-wings, and I guess uh, uh, 
I guess it's a what other new yeah, Republic yeah, troopers? Uh, well, what other Jedi the flies areas? a fucking X-wing though? I mean, what other Jedi flies? An you didn't know it was a Jedi, and, and yes, you did know it was a Jedi because fucking Yoda, because Baby Yoda was up on the hill calling for a fucking Jedi, and then and then right before the X-wing flew in, the director of of the episode decided to move the camera, pan the camera over to Baby Yoda puppet. To make him like do like the force eye roll real quick, and they're like, "Oh, it's a fucking X-wing." All right. Clearly, you know what I mean. So I was like, "Okay, that that has to be Luke." Is it Luke? It's not Luke. Is it Luke? It's it, it can't be Luke. Why? It's been five years after Return of the Jedi. Is this fucking Luke? It's not Luke, right? That was like how I was saying this out loud. I'm sure it was annoying my wife. <laughs> and X-wing flies in, boom, out of nowhere, black cloated figure. I mean, Luke wore all black. I was like. God, that that has to be Luke. That has to be Luke. And then as soon as the green lightsaber showed up, I was like, my exact reaction was like, oh, shit, that's fucking Luke. Yeah. Like, that's cool. Uh, spoiler, going off of, like, YouTube reactions, people were crying. And I was like, really? I wouldn't get I that mean, emotional. Like, about it. I know it might be overreaction. but That's uh, a little bit of overreaction. But I was like, I was excited. It was really cool. I I thought it was pretty cool. I could have seen getting tearied on Mandalorian saying goodbye to Grogu. You actually think that's a really okay. Well, I'm just I, saying that you you have this long two season show of them really building this, and they grew together. Let's be honest, right? Like, right. And it's fun because you get to see a lot of ups and downs with them, a lot of dramatic areas. They save each other multiple times. And it, they they learn to trust each other, and so with that, you trust them kind of with it. You know, it's it's sure, and you you feel for these people, and so for them to separate, uh, even though on probably the best of terms, right? You know, I mean, in the best way, you know, obviously Kroger going to to Luke fucking Skywalker, yeah, it's okay. You don't have yeah. to worry about that, Mandalorian. He's a badass too. Luke is good. Uh, somebody on YouTube, when the reaction, they said, "Oh, this is his Rogue One moment, going off of Darth Vader and That's Rogue what I One." Said. The... That's exactly what I said. Too. And I was like, "I was like, I totally agree with you, dude. This is fucking Luke's Rogue One moment." Just... I, said, I said the hallway scene. Give me a hallway scene. It was. It was great. It was great, dude. He he was badass. He was like so in one with the Force, like everything that you want Luke Skywalker to be. Not like Luke Skywalker again, the sequel trilogy. But then you know. After all this is going on, right, I'm thinking to myself, before we get into the actual face reveal, I'm thinking to myself, Jesus Christ, it's only like 15 years before Force Awakens. Like, what the fuck? You know, like, what the fuck has happened, right, with Luke from here till 15 years from now, which, you know, it's a long time, but in theory, but in reality, it's not, you know. And then we get the removal of the hood, and they carry Fisher him from Rogue One. And I'm like, okay, that that's clearly not Mark Hamill. So for the fans to know who's listening to this episode, that was a body double who played Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill knew of this. He signed off on it because it's his face and his likeness. That was a body double. And all they did was superimposed 1983 Mark Hamill onto the actor's face. That's all it fucking was. And um, he was like, hey, I'm going to take baby Yoda and I'm going to train him to be a Jedi. So then it's like, OK, me knowing it's 15 years before The Force Awakens, 
Where the fuck is Baby Yoda in 15 years? Why isn't he ever brought up? That's something that I'm going to be interested in knowing later in the future because it's like uh, Luke had a Jedi Academy, right? He was training Ben Solo. Yep. Ben Solo went fucking nuts. So is he going to have Ben Solo and and Baby Yoda fucking have a big battle and Ben kills Baby Yoda? I'm and if sure there's going to be a, a spinoff of that one. That would be so stupid, but why? I mean, just it's it's, it's only 15 years. And Baby Yoda is a hundred years old at this point, so it's like he's going to be 115. Like, ah, come on, this is this, this is getting. They are definitely stretching this. I listen. I, I get that. Mandalorian takes place like five years after Return of the Jedi, though. Right. So, so it's, this series but, is is roughly five years after, and then The Force Awakens happens what 25? 20, Twenty years. After return. So it's 15 years. No, I mean, 20, 20 something. Is it 15 years? No. It, it's 20. From Return of the Jedi to Force Awakens, it's 20 years. Because they say oh, that. Oh, from Force be- Awakens to from Return of the Jedi, yes. Right. So what I'm. Because Lucas has said, and other fan fiction and all this, but now people will argue with me because there's somebody else in fucking Taiwan who says it's not. But all the stuff that I've I've read is that in between each trilogy is twenty years. Okay. In in between, so that means that Mandalorian is five years after Return, which means it's fifteen years before Force Awakens. I have it pulled up right now. And it no. <laughs> it what says here that the Mandalorian takes place in in uh, year nine or nine ABY, right after uh, Battle of Yavin, and uh, Star Wars: The Force Awakens happens in thirty four, thirty four years after Battle of Yavin. So they're saying that it's thirty four years after the Battle of Yavin, in between, because the Battle of Yavin, the Battle of Yavin is actually. Uh, a new hope. So we're looking at 35 years from uh, a new hope till Force Awakens. 34, I believe. 34 years between a new hope and Force Awakens, because Battle of Yavin is is a new hope where they fight the Death Star. Yeah. Still though, okay, so fine, so 20 years. Because God knows how many years pass in between A New Hope, Empire, and Return. So let's just say A New Hope, Empire, and Return is five years timeline. So we still have 20 years. That's it? I mean, that's enough for something to happen. That's enough for Ben Solo okay. to go crazy, right? I mean, that's enough for... I guess. I, I Look, look, look. I know I'm sounding like a cynical asshole, I enjoyed Luke Skywalker here. He had his Rogue One moment. It was fun, finally, because Luke Skywalker and Force Awakens and in The Last Jedi was absolutely dreadful, and I was disgusted with how they did his character in The Last Jedi, so it's nice to see him be a hero again because he's Luke motherfucking Skywalker. Sure. Uh, it was It was really, really fun. Uh, I just know we're never going to get him again, only in the background. And I, I just, it's just, it saddens me. That's all. 
Yeah, I, I, I get you. But again, maybe we'll see it. Who knows? We will. Maybe we'll see it. Maybe we'll, All right, okay. we'll see more of it. We have talked about this for a long time here. This is one of our longer ones. We knew it was going to be for our reaction episode. We didn't talk about every episode in detail, but we did talk about everything that we could about the great things that they did and some of the bad things they did with Mandalorian. But, Eric, we always give our popcorn ratings. If I or somebody came up to you, if a stranger in the street came up to you who knew our popcorn ratings, what would be your popcorn rating for season two of Mandalorian? What would you give it? I, I, uh, first instinct, first, first answer right now would be a large bag. Really, it, it's only but probably because more that it exceeded the previous season. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, right. It, it was better than the last season, and mm-hmm. because of that, it helped out a lot for me to to, to really want to like because I want to like this show, and the the last one was good, and so I, I was all for it. Uh, it. There were maybe a few things that I would have liked to see more of or have them expand a little bit more, but I enjoyed what I got to see. And any complaint that I had that I was complaining about after the second episode or the third episode, it feels like they heard it and they addressed it. Like, I- I'm overall satisfied with it. Uh, if they're going to do a season three, which I'd imagine that they would, I'm excited to see it. I, I think it would tackle a little bit more on the Darksaber and a bit more on kind of the Mandalorians as it is now in their controversy about uh, the, you know, what's going to happen next with the, you know, the, the, who's the leader and the new tribe or whatever the hell it is, but I'll wait for it to come to that. I do want to see more of what's going to happen with Grogu. I do like that Luke returned. I'd like to see more of him. I'd like to see more of what he's got going on. That would be pretty cool. Um, we got introduced at the end of all this series to the new series of Boba Fett, so I guess it actually makes 10 spinoffs, because I don't think I, I mentioned it in the, uh, the nine of the previous one. Jesus. So I, I'm i not looking forward to a lot of these. But um, here we Large are. Large bag, though. Uh, let's, yeah, I'm not, I'm not putting any extra on it. I'm just saying from 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 flat-out enjoyment. Uh, also, it's a short series. These episodes are under an hour long. Some of them are half an hour. Mm-hmm. It paces well. We got fan service. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Large bag. Eric, actually, everything that you said, I actually cannot disagree with you on. Uh, I think it's a large bag. It's it's far beyond better than the than the, than uh, than the first season. It was great seeing Luke Skywalker back. Uh, Boba Fett. I have a lot of issues with Boba Fett back, but it is nice to see a familiar face, if you will. You know, um, but I like that this season had more action compared to season one. And I like that we got a chance to know about more about Mando a, a little bit more. And uh, I thought some episodes were better than others, but it wasn't a bad season. Uh, I didn't, I, I did not hate it as much as I disliked season one. So I'm interested to see what they're going to do for season three, and which means Movie Guys Podcast will be back this time next year for a season three review of Mandalorian. I bet. But we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. <laughs> so. But, Eric, thank you so much for joining me for this review of The Mandalorian Season 2 Reaction. Like always, fans, make sure to check us out at movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. And also, while you're there, December 24th, the day before Christmas, Christmas Eve, is the last day you can vote. Go to movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. 
on the right side of the page, click vote now. You can vote for your favorite, worst, best stream series, worst Netflix movie of the year of 2020. Click on it, review it, whatever you got to do, your vote matters. We have over 3,000 votes already from you fans. Eric and I greatly appreciate that. And we want more votes because your vote is the only reason why it matters. Eric and I do not vote. We only hear from you guys. So sometimes we may disagree with what you pick, but that's the power of this. Also within that episode, of course, we'll be doing our Movie Guys Podcast Awards, which will be coming next week, which means you'll be hearing from some old host and some new host coming here in the future. So, Eric, thank you so much for talking with me about Mandalorian Season 2 Reaction. And we'll be back next week. For our Movie Guys Podcast Awards special. We will not be reviewing me. We will not be re- reviewing a movie I can't talk, but we'll be doing our awards. Thank you so much, everybody. Have a good night.